it's it's a two-parter two-parter we're it's we've 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 either one of two things has happened okay we've either gotten to a place where we are so successful that we're doing like cool things like two-parters or or (laughs) we're lazy and stupid yeah the music sounds different today i don't know what's going on with it but i'm vibing hey guys welcome to cold hands warm hearts two-part edition what are we, the, are we the Godfather? You're gonna make a trilogy? <laughs> anyway. swallow hi <laughs> i like to what it's like a starter pistol yeah. but a really gross glottal starter pistol it was gross you're the one who was and continues to be gross hey guys welcome to cold hands warm hearts i'm brandon burwell i'm the i'm gross <laughs> i'm gross hi guys i'm ashley ingle i'm, and the, I'm other, the other gross <laughs> i'm the non-gross half of the I'm terry podcasting gross. duo oh i wish you uh, you wish i was terry gross yeah it's a weird thing to wish for a person. <laughs> that I was just looking across the table at her. Just you got all these you got all these Miss Americans wishing for world peas. Mm-hmm. You're wishing that your brother was Terry Gross instead of just gross. Instead of just a forty year old gross <laughs> swallowing gross big gulps. Gulp. How you doing today, brother? I, grossly, I'm. It's I'm tired, but I'm tired, but an energetic. Are you? Because your energy seems low and you seem negative and I need you to bring a different kind of energy to the podcast. So here's a way to make a person (laughs) get positive is I, here's the thing. To shame them publicly. It's, hey, it's your new book. It's your new motivation book called Happy Shame. And it's just you on the cover like this. And then when you flip into the pages, you're going like this. No, and no, you, no. Yeah. And, and so I've just guessed that the long beleaguered younger brother of the author of Happy Shame is is now uh, checked into a facility. Because he, can, he, can't, he can't function. Oh, gosh. It's not going to be great for book promo, promotion. I'll I don't know, man. Right People love weird stuff. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Man, they do. It's right. It's, they, what I mean, kind of world are we living in? Okay. I've had that thought so many times this week. Just what are we doing? Nobody, what are we doing? It's the question that can't be answered. So it's why true. don't you stop hacking it? <laughs> it's the title because of you, my next book. <laughs> what are we doing? Exactly. It's one page. America. It's one line on one world. page. And that's it. And then it's over. It's a quick read. And it's me on the cover going like this. <laughs> it's Look, a beach read. What are we doing? She's so confused. Just pencils in her hair. <laughs> She's just trying to connect all the dots and just failing miserably. Yeah. Sweating through every shirt. There's no dots Sweating through every shirt. <laughs> Foot sweat. Can't feel, just can't function in society. <laughs> what are we doing? Get to the polls and vote. Vote. <laughs> but for what? <laughs> for who? For who? <laughs> who can save us? Please. I'll tell you what. That's going to be my, that's going to be the energy I bring to the next election cycle. I, I can't you, wait. Just I, But you just stand outside of your local polling station mm-hmm. yelling, what, what are we doing at everyone as they pass? Ma'am, ma'am, <laughs> we've told you. No loitering in the line. If you're not going to vote, 
You have to be 15 yards from the polling station. I want to vote, (laughs) but I don't know for what. (laughs) For whom? (laughs) Just the lady who didn't vote but found a sticker. Yeah. I voted. Just in the grass. Mm. I'm just high-roading everyone with my I voted sticker when really all I did was scream, what are we doing (laughs) at people? You get a call from from the county jail and it's me. Yeah. Man. Come come bail me out, brother. I feel like how about how about it? Well, let's make a uh we'll make money for this podcast. For oh, the next really? for the next <laughs> Imagine that. At this point, this is, we're just bleeding it. Just a hemorrhaging money for these stupid ring lights that only make my ingrown hairs pop. <laughs> That's all it does. As long as we don't look like crypt keeper. All these day, well, you might not want to look like the crypt keeper, but I'm the cilantro keeper. I've got a I've got a face full of herbage trying to spit this verbage. <laughs> whiskers. Trying to spit this verbage with a face full of herbage. I got ingrown hairs and not a care, baby, because what are we doing? I think that here's what we need to do. For the next voting cycle, okay. let's make I the stickers. Okay. But they say I farted. <laughs> And let's just... I'm sorry. Let's just hand them out to people. And then people can... With just, the same font? Yeah, this is the <laughs> exact same sticker. And it's just going to take... It's, gonna, it's a good old-fashioned double take to realize that this person doesn't care about politics at all. This person's just gassy. This person's just a touch gassy. <laughs> I didn't know who to vote for, so I farted instead. Welcome to Cold Hands and Warm Hearts, the foremost political podcast on the entire internet. <laughs> I didn't know who to vote for. <laughs> so I farted. I'm really sorry, guys. They're gonna But also they're, that's so funny. They're gonna fly off the shelves. <laughs> they really would fly off the shelves. <laughs> Same and people would just do a double take. Yeah, what? The, oh they what? Oh, thank you for <laughs> Thank you for all you're doing for polite society. Thank you for all you're doing to move us forward as a civilization. That says farted. <laughs> that says farted. And that's why my book is called What, <laughs> what are, we, are we doing? And that and my follow-up book to What Are We Doing? Farting. <laughs> Brandon. Farting by Brandon Birdwell. I'm sorry, guys. Forward I'm really by sorry, everybody. <laughs> forward by. Bush's Baked Beans. Forward by Trisha Yearwood. Trisha's Baked Beans special recipe. Guys, I'm so sorry. Trisha 2024. I farted. So what have you been up to <laughs> this week or weekend? That's a Pandora's box you don't want to open. <laughs> because it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an offshoot of what we've already been talking about. Oh no. I voted. What? <laughs> What did you What did you think I was gonna say? There were no elections this weekend. <laughs> yeah, I've been, I've been watching a bunch of. What I like to do is I like to go watch recorded episodes of uh, American Idol from way back in the day, and oh. then pretend I'm voting for oh. the people who win because it's nice to feel like a winner. Sure. And then I act surprised. So I, the, this week I watched a bunch. Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> what? She's gonna make it. What I did is I went back and I watched all the old American Idol episodes. Okay. Uh, sorry to jump forward to what you're watching and reading or listening to. <laughs> I have them all on VHS. and it's a big commitment. I have them all on VHS. I wrote, accidentally recorded over our wedding video. And I go back and I watch them uh-huh. and I and I just, and I, I text the votes and it just keeps coming back as bounce back. It's like, this isn't a valid number anymore, but I am voting against Bo Bice. Bo <laughs> Biche does not get my vote. 
Okay. But BJ does not get my vote, and sure. I'll tell you, I saw him once accidentally at a concert. He sang for Leonard Skinner, oh. who I also saw accidentally. Uh, oh. Neither were on purpose. <clears throat> what a story. Well, none of them saved my life. I'll oh. tell you that right I'll now. I'll tell you that right now. They, <laughs> took, they took an hour and a half of it, and I'll never get it back. But listen, so I voted for Kelly Sponsor Clarkson. Sponsor us, Leonard Skinner. And in the minute when they announced it, and then that, that one shining moment song or whatever it is, yeah. oh, a moment like this, which was her big moment. sing, it starts playing the consent, confetti starts falling, and you know my thought is she's going to have a daytime talk show in a little while. She's going to make it. Here in a little while. You know what? That's, that's your next Wayfair spokesperson. <laughs> she's got just what I need. Yeah. Ben loves that jingle. He and sings it all the time. D- has an ear for a jingle. He loves jingles. Mm-hmm. Maybe he has a future in it. Maybe. So really, what you been up to, for reals? You don't think that I've been watching old episodes <laughs> of American Idol so that I can and vote voting? for what it's... But what I do is I vote for the winners, because it's nice to feel like you're winning. Yes, I get it. Because in this world, yeah. we could all use a win. Because what are we doing? What are we doing besides farting and voting for Kelly Clarkson? <laughs> God episode title what are we doing besides <laughs> farting and voting for kelly clarkson that will not be the episode title <laughs> well it goes to a vote of two 50 so, 50 split what i've been doing yeah quiet quiet <laughs> quiet <laughs> down you um <laughs> quiet you quiet you uh, uh just get just scrambling why <laughs> uh when that's cutting back to you the video that big swoop of a head with that sip <laughs> punctuated by a howl, howl feedbagging. <laughs> Anyways, what I've been doing mm-hmm. is scrambling. And the reason is because we, with this work stuff, uh, had, had some music to do this weekend. No, that's what I'm trying to get you to talk about. Oh, gonna. Okay. Oh, mom. <laughs> um, uh, and and going out of town for the next few days, so trip getting prepping. trip prepping. I'm a d- doomsday prepping. Yeah. For it. what are we doing? Nothing. Farting, voting for Kelly Clarkson, and, and stacking traveling. canned goods in our garage. Yeah, peaches, mm-hmm. canned peaches, and light syrup. Uh, yeah. Well, no, you're it's, you're gonna be down in the bunker for a while. You're gonna want heavy syrup. Heavy. <laughs> you're gonna want heavy syrup. For Don't the, go with spring for water. the flavor. Okay. Think of the flavor. <laughs> You fool. 12, 12 years from now. 12 years from now, you're going to be so sick of light syrup and you're going to need a little pop of flavor. <laughs> Variety. You can't. I'm just down here just guzzing Vienna sausages. Oh, God. You know what? I <laughs> I got a wild hair the other day at, oh. the gro- at my local grocer. Did you? And I bought a can of Viennas. That is wild. It, right? It was a crazy, pretty crazy what? wind day. Possessed. We get pretty wild in Edmund, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was going, no, I was shopping. Sometimes I like to take a detour through the cans. Okay. Just to be like, what's, what's, what are they canning now? What are we canning? Because some, some canon is canon. Yeah. It stands the test of time. It just keeps on keeping on. And sometimes, like sometimes Nick. ones like, like, uh, like what? Like Nick Cannon. Yeah, well, sure. He's still going. <laughs> that guy's got like 40 kids just with 40 different women. That's he what is, I'm saying. He's a procreator. Yeah, he no question. He's no amateur creator. He's a pro creator. <laughs> he's a pro. And I'm not talking about his comedy because it sucks. Sponsor us, Nick Cannon. So you <laughs> got some Vienna sausages? Dude, just put Why? us on Wild and Out oh, with Nick Carmen. Okay. Why did you get Vienna sausages? To eat them. To taste them. Well, how'd you feel about to it? To taste the 80s. Because you used to eat them as a kid. I got them to taste the 80s. I taste the 80s. That's what it is. <laughs> I was going through and I saw them and I thought, 
uh, I thought, you know, I'm not going to go home and eat a can of sardines. I'm not going to get the anchovies. I don't need... I'm not in the mood for spam. I don't need spam. Yeah. Spam can spam can kick rocks. Kick rocks. All the way back to Hawaii. <laughs> Listen, but I saw him and I thought, young Brandon would, would be pleased if I ate a can of Viennas. Yeah. So I sat down on the couch yeah. and I ate them all. All of them? And they taste like the 80s. Yeah. And the 80s... Were processed. Tastes like cat food. <laughs> <laughs> is what they do. But, but you I, ate a lot of them as a kid. I ate, 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 ate them, ate them, ate them, hand over fist. I, I was, the, I was the, the prime minister of Vienna. Right, I was the sausagiest boy in all of Vienna. Mm-hmm. That's what they say. I can confirm. But when we were kids, I remember our neighbor Craig. Hi, Craig. Hi, Craig. Sometime listener of the pod. Sometimes. Sometimes. Probably not today. Best last name in the world. A wild man. Wild man. A wild man. I'll tell you what I felt like eating those Vienna sausages. Mm-hmm. The mayor of Vienna. A wild man. Okay. Okay. Just the mayor, though. <laughs> So, because Oscar, people didn't Oscar vote. Because people didn't vote. Because what are we doing? What are we eating Vienna sausages, farting and voting for Kelly Clarkson? So, so Craig would eat as a snack. Uh, they used to keep hot dogs in their fridge, raw hot dogs. Dude, I remember the first time I saw him eat a raw glizzy, guzz a raw dog. <laughs> it was gross to see, <laughs> and I was like, you know, those can you can cook them. You but can heat th- those up. They're pre-cooked. They're pre-cooked. But they're a, it's a cold hot dog. I wonder how many people out there eat a, eat a hot dog we're gonna put without a, cooking we're it. We're going to put a poll on the app yeah. because I want to know. How is that different from a Vienna sausage? Though? I want to know. the temperature? Uh, come on. A Vienna sausage is in a can mm-hmm. and it's meant to be consumed cold. A hot dog? A hot dog is a, is a, is a cookout food. You got to boil that. Hey, come over for Grill the 4th of July. And you just start serving up raw hotties. <laughs> <laughs> who wants it? Who wants a, who wants a raw Oscar? Who wants a raw uh, Hebrew national? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Ballpark cold Franks. Mm-hmm. I know. Listen, when I we're putting the poll up because I want to see what percentage of our listeners are sociopaths. Yeah. And if uh, do you we want to know that? If you guzz a raw hot dog. Mm-hmm. You belong in pr- prison. Prison for you. Prison. So what have I been doing? Lock them up. Lock them up. Lock them up. <laughs> they, have their, they have their own I'm gonna go ch- like, cell block. I'm going to go. To, yeah, dude, you can't put it. You can't put a raw hottie in a, in a, in a gin pop. You get shanked to death. Day one. You're walking around the cafetorium. Pre-rec yard. Eating, eating raw hotties. Shank, Shiv, you better have a you better have a phone book vest around your solar plexus. You're catching a you're catching a filed down toothbrush to the ribs. <laughs> Once the word gets out about when you, when they put you in prison, they say three hots in a cot. That's what you get every day: three hots in a cot, but not three raw hotties in a cotty. Because if you get three raw hotties in a cotty, you're getting shivved up, homeboy. You better align with a gang. You better hope. You better hope that there's a gang of raw hottie guzzers <laughs> in cell block D. D stands for dog. <laughs> These are what my tax dollars are going to. <laughs> Your cold hot dogs for sustenance. 
get in there getting getting prison tats of hot, raw hot dogs dancing with the raw boys we roll deep no condiments for us thank please and thank you <laughs> we eat the cold hot dogs and we drink the hot dog water here's what we do <laughs> it's gourmet <laughs> it's gourmet out of context All we of gotta it, get back on track we've never been on track once <laughs> not even the once in 58 episodes so do you care what i've been doing yes. are we gonna get to that i've asked you so many times <laughs> can you stop making this about raw hot dogs for two seconds can you stop making this about raw hot dog gangs in high security prisons I just really need to talk about it. <laughs> I got some stuff I got to get off my chest. Yeah. So you had a gig. I did. A good one. I did. And it was awesome because they were like, hey, what do you want backstage before the gig? Like drinks, food, whatever. Yeah. Cans of Vienna's. Yeah. Raw hotties. Yeah. And hot dog flavored water. Yes. That's it. And they said. Get out of here. <laughs> get out of here, you Call the cops. psycho. <laughs> Call the cops and you better hope he's aligned. You better hope he's aligned with somebody on the inside. Yeah. Because it's 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 shivin season on raw hot dog boys. <laughs> it's shivin season on raw hot dog boys. Yeah. <laughs> if we don't use that for this episode title, needs, I'm using it for my memoir. If we don't please use please use it for your memoir, because okay. out of context, that whole discussion needs major context. I'm about starting discourse. Will you please talk about your gig? Yes. Okay. <laughs> If I, if I can get a word in edgewise. <laughs> That's always the problem. Please and thank you. Wow. Uh, it was fun. So who'd you open for? His name is Cody Hibbard. Hi, Cody Hibbard. Hey, Cody. And he's a super nice guy. Yeah. Never had met him before. Okay. But um, the, the venue reached out to me and said, hey, would you be willing to open for Cody Hibbard? Yeah. I checked out some of his stuff. Enjoyed it. It's like very like red dirt country, which we grew up yeah. with around us in Stillwater, Oklahoma. Totally. Um. And I wasn't sure if my music was going to be a fit. I can lean country here and yeah, there sometimes. You can. But uh, but they were like, "Yeah, we're gonna we we really want you to open. Let us send it to his management and see if they approve of you." So then I I'm sitting here like, "What if they come back and say his manager's like, no, we don't want this sad boy." That is stressful. It was weird, but they came back and said they they liked it. We got together okay. and met him, chatted with him, did the gig. Nice. At, this was at Beer City. Beer City Music Hall. In OKC, yeah. Mm -hmm. And his fans were very gracious. Nice turnout. They were all very gracious, very complimentary. That's so nice. After the set, okay. I went and stood over at the merch table, okay. interacted with some people, met some folks, uh, sold some records. But I was back there relaxing. And after I'm done playing, I'm always like, okay, done, right? For his encore, he goes, hey, is Brandon still here? <gasps> and I was like, I mean, Brandon is still here. Yeah. But why? Who's asking? Yeah. For what now? And he said, come on up here, Brandon. We're going to do something. Wow. And I was like, okay. And you immediately started pitting out. Uh, I immediately kept pitting out. I was already pitting out. It just the faucet got more open. Got it. And I went up on stage and he goes, I'm going to start playing some songs. And if you know them, you just sing them. <gasps> and I was like, it feels like a lot of pressure. That's a, that's. So he started a song. Uh-huh. I didn't know it. So I stood there. Oh, no. And I looked at a crowd staring at me like, you know this one? Oh, and I went, 
I don't know this. It was a cover or one of his? Cover. Oh, gosh. What a, what a weird flex if they were his. Yeah. Do you know my music, dummy? No. He was, he, he, so I didn't know it. He sang it. Okay. And then he went to another song and looked at me like, you know this one? Oh, no. I didn't know it. Oh, no. So he sang it. And then was your from, shirt soaked clean through? Yes. At yes. this point? And so a lady in the crowd yells, play All Star. And I leaned into the mic and went, by Smash Mouth? Uh-huh. And she goes, uh-huh. and then he went, somebody. <gasps> and we did a duet on All Star by Smash Mouth. And then not to be outdone, mm-hmm. he went immediately into Rockstar by Nickelback. So I had to try to chunk my way through Rockstar by Nickelback, which was odd. And if you would have told me that morning that I would have covered Smash Mouth and Nickelback back to back in someone else's encore, I would have said, that's not happening. That's 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 raw hot dog logic. That ain't happening. That's weird. Yeah. And then, but I went off stage, and he started playing a cross Canadian ragweed song that I did oh, know. Yay! So he called me back up, and we covered that one, and that actually kind of salvaged it for right. because I was like, okay, that's I at what least, people will I at remember. Least little, but the lady who yelled out "All Star" was Lindsay. <laughs> Sometimes in the morning, I just be making breakfast, and she's like, "Goes somebody want?" I can picture it. Hey now, anyways, um, but the lady came over to the merch table and was like, "Sometimes Cody does that in his sets, and he does it when he likes the opener." Oh, which is a compliment. Yeah. And then uh, I'm glad she told you that. She goes, "But what I do Uh at his shows is I listen to the opener and I think, what's a song that they might know." So and apparently, <laughs> you put off that vibe. Apparently, I'm putting out <laughs> big Smash Mouth vibes. I've heard that said about you before. I and mean, I didn't want to. I mean, make it's, you feel so. It it felt odd that she yelled it in the first place, yeah. and then it felt extra odd that it was tailored to me. That I'm. She the, thought this guy's this guy's fun. This, this is a Smash Mouth kind of guy. This guy is. He's an all-star. That's not what she thought. She thought this guy <laughs> likes Smash Mouth. This guy. No, this guy looks like he's about the age. This guy has flames on his shirt in his free time. Right. This guy. Right. Uh, I wasn't wearing my Kirkland slides during the show. I warm for sweaty. I warm for sound right check. Out of them. Slide right out of them. Yeah. Um, that was a smart move. But anyways, not. it reminded me of the time that I was told by uh, an individual who I will not name mm-hmm. um, because... She came up to me and said, hey, I really like your voice. It really reminds me of Chad Kroger from Nickelback. I remember that. And a big part of me died Mm -hmm. immediately. But then I had to go into myself and say, you know what? She meant that as a compliment. She likes Nickelback. She likes Nickelback. And that's a a really, that's a good compliment. So I I live with that truth every day. Mm-hmm. That someone thinks I sound like Chad Kroger from Nickelback, but they meant it as a compliment. Mm-hmm. The yin and yang of yeah. my psyche. Yeah. Just because they're not your taste doesn't mean they're not other people's taste. A hundred percent. Exactly. So. But it was a good gig. It was great. It was super fun. Yeah. Crowd was great. Venue as always. Yeah. Such a good is venue. Is the most fun. The Capable Boys backed you up. The Capable Boys did. Uh, the Capable Boys stood with you. They did. They 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 were they're always insanely capable. Uh, mm-hmm. Wiser. Yeah. Hi, Wiser. Talking to you, you butt. Was, wasn't able to join. Couldn't make time. it. He had a he, he had, had a previous gig. engagement, and uh, uh, he will forever uh, be apologetic. 
and and should be because I will lord this over him until the day that I die. <laughs> because if there's sponsor us wiser, if there's uh, two things I do well, mm-hmm. it's hold a grudge. Yeah, you do. And then you it's, really do. And then it's and then it's uh, reinforce that grudge yeah. on a continual basis. Yeah. So it's really just one thing I do well, and it's hold a grudge. And wiser is on the on the on the on the receiving end of that. But no, he couldn't make it, so we had to kind of modify the set a little bit and played some songs that we don't normally play. And which is fun. It was super fun. Maddie, Maddie T and Ted and Ethan uh, really filled up that oh, space. Guys. We had a wiser shaped hole in all our hearts, and we all we all filled it up. Yeah. Filled it up with raw hot dogs and music. Okay, that's good. <laughs> That was that okay. was such the reaction that a therapist <laughs> would give me if I said that. Okay. Okay. That's our time. <laughs> no, we just started. No, 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 no. <laughs> I set the rules. I set the rules and I say we're done. I say we're done. The minute the minute that, and they just point to a sign on the wall that says no raw hot dog talk that's just been there the whole time. <laughs> I didn't even realize it. Were you prepping for me? Did you know that I was gonna go in about raw hot dogs? I anticipate it. You must listen. You must listen to the pod. Yeah, no, that's just a. When I got out of uh, doctor college, I, uh, I got when I got a brain doctor college. I, 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 (laughs) feelings doctor. When I graduated from the cerebrum, I, the cerebrum, you, the Royal Cerebrum University, (laughs) Universidad de Cerebrum. Uh, I, I, I walked out into the world and I said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I'm going to make some positive changes. I'm going to help some people, yeah. but no raw hot dog talk. No. Hard and fast. Always. Hard and fast rule. From now until forever. That's our time. So one thing that I want to touch on real quick um, is that we took this to the tube. We took it to the tube, guys. We did. Thanks to encouragement from our listeners, primarily field producers Grady and Katie. Grady and Katie. And they have been encouraging us to do it. We did it. Yeah. And you put in the time. I, I, yeah. And the work to uh, yeah. learn yeah. how to, to, to begin the process of learning how to edit videos mm-hmm. and all the things that we have our ring lights and we, and we're with, gu- with guidance from, with guidance from field producer Grady. And yeah. I still have uh, Thank uh, you, lots of brain picking to do there yeah. uh, because his videos are always, they're so good. They're so good and so well edited and his, I need to, I, I love his color grading and color yes. palette that he uses, Yes, but it's very specific to him. I feel sure. like if I did it, if Cole, if CHWH started using the, the Guardi, yeah. people would be like, get out of here. Get out of here. Get your own. Yeah. Get your own color palette, losers. I know. We're working on it. I and, know my palette. And Grady would sit there and be nice about it. He'd be like, oh no, go ahead and use it. But deep down he would know that the, mm-hmm. that the, that the Grady Spencer and the work army would come for us. Mm-hmm. You talk about cancel culture. Right. Don't cross a don't cross the work, boys. Don't do it. That's it. They'll come at you, swoop at you like a hawk. Which, by the way, what hawk update? It's not. I have a video of it circling my house. I'm not kidding. That's the same plot of Jaws four, where the shark chases them to the Caribbean to get vengeance. Yeah. But just with a hawk and down the street, <laughs> and it's not a hawk, I guess. It's a some kite. Some oh, Mississippi kite. Mississippi kite. We have those at our house too. Um, they look hawk-ish. I could see how you could make that mistake. Did Lindsay tell you that she and Ben were on a walk and got dive-bombed by the same bird at the same spot she, where I got dive-bombed? She did tell me that. What? It prompted me to go down a rabbit hole. A kite hole. A kite hole. Because of the, <laughs> because of the uh, their behaviors. There's got to be a nest in that area. Uh, it's well, got to be a mama protecting it, some eggs. Yeah, but I'm babies. not. I didn't cut, lady. 
I'm come for your eggs. I'm on a walkabout. She's protecting. I'm out for a stroll and you're dive bombing me. I've got a, and that's my head's big. It's a target, man. It's like a helipad. Your head is it's, big. It's, it's a large head. It's bulbous. I've got the second largest head of my friends, probably. I'm not a, I'm not a, you know, you know what you want to avoid being? A last, a last hole guy. Yeah. You know, on the, the guy that's the last, the last the hole on the adjustable. Cap. <laughs> you never want to be the last hole guy because, man, I'll tell you what. On a hat or a belt. No, gosh, no. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, when you're, when you're, it's even weirder if you're a last hole guy on a belt, but a first hole guy on a hat. <laughs> like an upside down light bulb. Yeah. yeah. You're like a bowling pin. <laughs> a pin head. What are you doing? <laughs> and also, like, you don't want to be a first hole guy on a belt and a last hole guy on a hat because you'll tip right over. It's all out of whack. It's like one of those little clown toys. Yeah. That has the bell in it and rolls like yeah. when we were babies. Yeah, it's, but you can't knock it over. It's like a weeble wobble. A You're, weeble, that's what I'm it's thinking. It's walking around shaped like a Russian nesting doll. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Excuse me, last hole, first hole. Do you have do you have a bunch of smaller U's inside of you? How whimsical would that be if we started peeling away the layers, you weirdo? No, listen, my head's big. Did you do you know that they started making hats? Cause gosh, man, a last hole, a last hole hat guy. Yeah. I you guys, I'm you guys have my love and sympathy because I'm a next to last hole hat guy, <laughs> and and I have a self conscious thing about it where it's like I'll wear a hat forward and you look perfectly normal. But when you see a last hole hat guy turn his hat around backwards. And their whole forehead is exposed. And that that adjustable strap is holding on for dear life. (laughs) It's like Samson trying to keep those columns. Just like literally trying to keep keep the fabric of existence from tearing in twain. Hey, can I tell you something about, about the adjustable straps on last hole hat guy's hats? Thank you for your service. Because you guys are out here in these trenches trying to keep these dudes' heads covered. Because I'll tell you what, you get a little worked up, you get in an argument, and you're on the last hole, and that thing pops. You're wearing a hat backwards, and you get into a yell fight with a with a clerk at an Applebee's. That forehead vein your just vein, pops. Your vein, and you're just, your hat goes bang. There is, there is no more vulnerable human. Than an angry last hole hat guy whose backwards hat <laughs> just popped because of his head vein. <laughs> these triple dippers. I didn't order these. These Southwest egg rolls don't have near enough filling. This awesome blossom <laughs> is not awesome. That's not awesome, Pop. <laughs> Here comes my shiny, shiny forehead. My shiny sunburned forehead from being at the lake all day but it's it's sunburned <laughs> across the strap so when my so even when my hat pops i've still got the strap across my my forehead <laughs> and there's a sound that accompanies that and it is <laughs> i wish i had a sound effect here sorry miss it's d it's a pop it pop and that's going to diffuse oh my god it's oh yeah how many fights have been diffused by a popping strap it's it is, it's the great equalizer. 
I don't care who you are or where you come from. If or you're, how angry you are. I don't care. But if you're a last hole hat guy and it pops in the middle of an argument, you tuck your tail between your legs and you, you leave. You leave. You're not winning. Because you're done. The universe just threw a haymaker and it connected. <laughs> you're, and that other person has been saved. Oh my gosh. You're done, last hole hat guy. What they've started making is hats for the last hole hat guy. That they like artificially inflate the size of the hat so that it's like you spent your life as a last whole hat guy, but now you can, oh. you can do it. It's like vanity sizing for women. It's exactly <laughs> vanity hat sizing for last whole hat guy heads. Yeah. Some dude, like, one day was like, there has to be a better way. I've. I've <laughs> what are we doing? I've been in too many altercations that were diffused by my huge, huge bulbous, yeah, bulbous head. I also love that we, uh, sorry, Applebee's and Chili's yeah. because we conf- we conflated the two and we, we listed did. some chili. Well, I'm sorry. Applebee's just doesn't have enough recognizable menu items by name. Right. Get with it. Get with it. Get with it. El- you need baby back ribs. You need baby back ribs. Awesome Blossom. Awesome Blossom. Triple dippers. Chocolate lava cake. Chocolate lava cake. Big Moth burgers. Yeah. El Presidente Margaritas. Yeah. Come on, Applebee's. Ribs. Ribs. That's what they say. Remember when Applebee's came to our hometown? God. Such a big deal. Ticker tape parade. <laughs> Stillwater America getting a new restaurant yeah. was like Independence the Day. The mayor came out, cut a ribbon. Cut a ribbon. They started referring to Stillwater as the big Applebee's for like the next <laughs> six months. The, big <laughs> the city that still sleeps. The city that eats a little too much and then needs to sleep. <laughs> to slip it off. The city that takes a rib nap. We, so the big, the big doings in Stillwater would have been the Applebee's, the Chili's. Oh man. When the Chili's opened, this guy was dating a hostess. Oh yes. And I got, I got, I got 50% off. Ooh, that's quite the discount. It's half. <laughs> quite literally. There was, uh, I was always running a BOGO. Yeah. BOGO Big Mouth Burgers. <laughs> and, 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 and so I got the, I got the sneak peek. Mm-hmm. I got the, the soft open. Yep. I got the, I got the half off. Yeah. I got six dippers. Those paid for one and I got two <laughs> BOGO triple dippies. Yeah. Uh, and I became a last hole belt guy. <laughs> <laughs> As a result. I no. want my belly back, belly back, belly back smaller than it is now. So another big doings in Stillwater was the Perkins family restaurant. It's not there anymore. No. But my friend Kim was a waitress there. Hi, Kim. She doesn't listen. But that, she's better than that. She's way better than that. But there. Have you? French. Did you hear? She worked at Perkins Family Restaurant. <laughs> she's above this. She's above this. That French silk pie, though. We'd go in. Kim, Kim would. And if you went at the end of the day, you know they you would the, sometimes just give you a. You slice. get the leavens. The leavens, dude. <laughs> Which that, listen, we weren't too good for that. Oh gosh. And as a result, <clears throat> last whole belt gal. Last whole belt go. I don't know what's happening, but uh, pie. Go straight to my head. Right. Stretching these hats. Stretching these hats to critical mass. Capacity. Oh, sorry, sir. Every time I get a hat and put it on my head, it says, I'm sorry, sir. We're at capacity. We're at capacity. We're at capacity. <laughs> no, uh, Perkins Family Restaurant. Great. Yeah. Goldies. Goldies. Pickle bar. Pickle bar. Dude. Forget about that. You fill up on pickles before your mushroom and Swiss burger even came out. Don't fill up on pickles, babe. Don't fill up on pickles. We got. We spent good money on these. Salt retention. S- well. I mean, 
I would go and get assaulted at that pickle bar <laughs> all day or a day. All day, every day. Uh, yeah, huge, huge doings when those came to town. Mm-hmm. And uh, and just not, not just now there's there's a lot of actual stuff. We don't, yeah. there's, people Too don't much get, variety. People don't get excited anymore. What are we doing? What, what are we doing? <laughs> okay, uh, all the back to school stuff has already started. Here we are mid-July. I'm getting back to school emails every day. I'm like, hey. Look at, let me have a minute. Let yeah. me breathe. Let me breathe. For a minute. L- for just the, one. just the one. I don't ask for much. The calendar is filling up already. Did you participate in Amazon Prime Days? I, 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 I did what I do every year. Which is? Where I, I look at Prime stuff. Yeah. And I just sit on the couch and I just say out loud what a good deal things are and then never buy them. <laughs> do you fill in um, an 20% imaginary... off. <laughs> you fill an imaginary cart. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I add to I, cart. I, add to cart. There, there's a, uh, I, it's there's there's a thrill to putting something in the cart. Yeah. Uh, and I like to put things in my cart on music stores that I have no intention of buying because they're ridiculously expensive. Just yeah. for the thrill of putting them in the cart. One of these days, you're gonna hit checkout on accident. Just chasing that high. <laughs> just chasing that high. I live on the edge. Just, just jonesing for a purchase. Jonesing for a Jonesing for for discounts, Jonesing for savings, but uh, I will say that I didn't do it. Okay, but a coffee maker was purchased. Oh, on uh, Prime Day, you got a good deal. Yeah, I'll tell you what I am Jonesing for, but I haven't pulled the trigger yet. Maybe for Christmas. My family's listening. They're not. They're not. They're better than that. They're way better. Uh, they work at Perkins Family Restaurant too. But they what the thing that I really want is a pellet ice maker. Mm. They're so expensive, but twice lately I've been at friends' homes and they have served me beverages with pellet ice. One was a blended marg. That feels that one feels was like a fizzy su- water. That feels like such a flex. Such a luxury. I love I love that people call it different things. Yeah. Pellet ice is what you're calling it. I used to know a fellow from uh, Kentucky who referred to it as uh, nugget eyes. Nugget eyes. Nugget eyes. He goes, you can't come in here and get that big, big old eyes. You gotta get nugget eyes. And then uh, my favorite term for it, sonic eyes. Sonic eyes. Sonic eyes. Yep. Grindy used to buy it by the bag full. Bring it home. What an amazing boondoggle that is, Sonic. Just buy some ice. Here's a bag of some water. Welcome to my house. I'm I'm Rachel (laughs) Poole. Oh, we don't have regular eyes. We have nugget eyes. Nugget eyes. Sonic eyes. Maybe we should get Grindy a nugget machine. For like, dude. Christmas. Oh, sorry. She's listening. The the last whole belt boy in me just came out, and I just pictured like a little thing that you put a little cup under, and it just dispenses chicky nuggies. Oh. Chicky nuggy dispenser. Just hot nugs at your disposal all day. Hot nugs and cold dogs. Come on down to Brandon's Roadhouse, where we're serving. Hot nuggets, cold hot dogs, and pellet ice. And you're gonna leave loosening your belt. Loosen your loosen up your belts, loosen up your hats. Every Guys time. and gals. <laughs> two step on over to the buffet. Load up. We've also got crab rangoon. Weirdest menu. <laughs> it's a cream cheese filled dough ball. That's right. Meet me at the meet me at the electro freeze machine. The bacteria freeze. For a bacteria cone. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you want to ask me what I've been doing? If I must. Because last episode, I kind of set it up. I asked for thoughts <clears throat> and prayers because I was going to be camping yes. with my family. Tent camping. Tent camping in Colorado. Roughing it. Roughing it. 
Um, guys, we went every every summer. We go with Jeff parents, Jeff's parents, plural, to uh, Colorado. Yeah, because Jeff is an outdoorsman, quite husband. the outdoorsman. And uh, he and his father Dave. Hi, Dave. I feel like in an apocalypse situation, Jeff would be okay. He'd be a good person to have around. Yeah, because he's not not only is he a good uh, like he's good with people. He's smart. Yeah. He's 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 a good negotiator of situations and navigator of, of difficulties. He could barter, but, he, but he's also an outdoorsman. He's an outdoorsman. I would be gone in a heartbeat. Oh, same. I would trust the wrong group. Same. <laughs> Just you guys seem nice. Bunch of cannibals. I end up in a basement. Just chain. I end up. I end up just a just a, a pillowcase full of meat. A pillowcase full of cold man hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So Jeff and his father Dave are fly fishermen, which is uh, yeah. what they love to do, and they've instilled this in our kids. The kids are loving it. They're getting pretty good at it. Mm-hmm. I typically don't fish a whole lot, but what I love to do is take photos of them fly fishing because it's beautiful. Sure. The filament, you know, catches the light and yeah. it's it's like a jaw. It's, it's beautiful. So we went to Colorado this year. We mixed it up just a little bit, went to some different places. Uh, before we left, I'm going to start at the beginning. Do that. Hopi was complaining of an earache. Do you remember swimmer's ear? Yes. As a kid. Yeah. What a, I had a painful thing. Had a near near brush with it the other day. Did you really? It, I started to feel weird with my ear and I was like, oh no. Oh no. But it's okay. You're okay. Yeah. Close call. Yeah. And so I took Hope to the clinic <clears throat> mere like minutes before we left for the trip. So glad I did. Both ears. Swimmer's ear. It's got a wicked case of the swimmer's ear. Yeah. And so I'm so glad because we slept in a tent. And how miserable would she have been for days in the woods with swimmer's ear? What is swimmer's ear? Uh, it's a so when when you swim and the water gets in and doesn't oh, I, drain out, pretty certain this causes is this a, medical a bacterial infection. Me- you asked me. Oh, I thought you were about to call me a name. You said <laughs> you asked me. I thought I thought that I'd finally pushed you past your breaking point. Lose our clean rating. Cussing on the internet. The Ashley Engel almost <laughs> story. Producer, look that up, please. I want to confirm. I don't. It's not that I don't trust you. But I don't trust. I just have never trusted you. Okay. So I'm so glad we took her before because we got antibiotic drops. We drive, we start driving uh, out through West Texas. West Texas. Thank you, producer. Swimmer's ear is an infection of the outer ear canal, which runs from your eardrum to the outside of your head, often brought on by water that remains in your ear, creating a moist environment that aids the growth of bacteria. That was exactly what I said. Literally spot on. (laughs) I have never had a producer Google backfire on me. Quite, quite that severely. So Thank you <laughs> for confirming what we already know. You're a real mensch. Ashley Engel, MD. Ear, nose, and throat doc. <laughs> so we're driving out through West Texas, and it stinks out there. Just, you got all those feedlots. Oh, I thought you meant just like, it stinks it up. Stinks it's a, it stinks. It's a lousy place. Well, which is funny, because when Jeff and I were first married, he was offered a position hmm. with a company that would have stationed us in Dumas, Texas. He was offered the assistant manager at a Perkins family restaurant yes, in Dumas, Texas. in Dumas. Can you think of all the pie? Sponsor us, Dumas. All the leftover pie? So needless to say, he did not take that position. Well, Dumas got its revenge. Oh, no. This trip. So what, first of all, it's happened? hot out there. It stinks out there. Hopi is riding in the back seat. The boys are riding with Jeff's parents in Jeff's dad's truck ahead of us. So... I turn around, hope he goes, mom, can I have a pretzel? Turn around to hand her the pretzel bag. We hear a, like a, a crack, 
like a pop. Yeah. And I look at her window, the tempered glass, the safety glass, it's, it's just crackled. Oh man. Crackled. And it just starts raining in on hope as we're driving. A glass? Glass. Glass. And it was like panic. And I'm like, Jeff, pull over. Because Hope's like, Mom. And she's like, she's And he said, Not till the next exit. (laughs) Not till the next exit. There's a cracker barrel up here. And I swear, (laughs) Daddy needs some rocker time. We're we're (laughs) laughing because she's okay. But so. Is she? Oh, God. (laughs) And (laughs) Jay. It's like. It's like when a person falls down and you have to wait just that split second to make sure they're not nothing's broken before you laugh right in their face before you spit take. Oh my gosh. So the so the tempered glass, thank God for the safety glass because yeah. it shatters in tiny pieces doesn't mean that it won't cut you still. We we had quite a few tiny little cuts. Man. I know. It was so scary. And uh, luckily she was wearing her glasses so her eyes were somewhat shielded but She's wearing her safety glasses. Her safety her glasses. Her specs. goggles that she wears every time we go in the car. Her driving goggles. From now on, she does. Right? So we... It's pull. like every time I go walking now, I wear my super spiky bird hat. Your do- your hawk vest. You Have seen you seen those? Yes. For dogs? Yes. You what? need one. I just am walking around looking like the guy from Hellraiser, just yes. with just <laughs> pins and needles coming out of me. Your move, kite. <laughs> Good luck dive bombing this last whole head covered in spikes. They have to make those for people. Anyway, so we pull over and Jeff is furious. Here's here's what Jeff is mad at. Okay. And again, my husband is so even tempered, so mild mannered typically, right? So it's so it's so even tempered. Jeff is raging. Not against what we think happened is a rock. We think another car in the other lane, it's a two lane highway, kicked up a rock, hit the thing, whatever. Ouch. Sorry. Jeff's not mad at the other driver. He's not mad at the pebble. What's he mad at? The state of Texas. (laughs) The state of Texas. Feels rational. Feels rational. Feels like the 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 reaction of a rational man, not a man who's been driving in the car surrounded by children. And you probably listening to a weird murder podcast. I'm sure he was in a very interesting headspace. He was in a great mood. But anyway, raging against the state of Texas, we pull over, and of course, immediately the heat is stifling, the mm. smell is stifling, mm. West Texas, and we try to like brush all the the glass out. Dave's dad gets out like a broom from the car that we're, we're going to use to clean the tents. Yeah. We sweep it all out, but there's nothing to be done. Like we're in the middle of nowhere. It's now the evening. So no repair shops are open. No, nothing. No. So we go to a restaurant in Dalhart, Texas yeah. called exit 10, which is actually one of the normal stops we make. It's a steakhouse. It's delicious. Okay. And Jeff's dad parks super close to the car so that no one can get in there. Smart. Smart move, right? We go and have dinner. And then we fish out a tarp and duct tape it. Duct tape tarp for the whole rest of the trip. Rest of the trip. Griswold and hard. Griswold. That's right. Because when you're on, when you, you know, we're going camping in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. You can't drop your car off anywhere to be fit. It was like a whole thing. Yeah. Anyway, bottom line, hope was fine. But what a bizarre occurrence. And the timing of it was weird, too. Mom, can I have a pretzel? Sure. Crack. Everything shatters. In on my 10-year-old daughter. Is it, Terrifying. Is it possible that the universe threw a pretzel to her and it broke the thing? Could be. Here's a pretzel. Here. Shatter glass. Mm-hmm. It was bizarre. Still not fixed. And what's so funny is we t- we tarped it up with duct tape. Looked v- great. 
And then Man. it was so loud the whole rest of the I trip. Bet. Just so loud. Flopping, flapping. <laughs> we never got rain, thankfully, because we were like, we're going to have to test this. Is this going to be waterproof? Yeah. So did, we added some cardboard. How was, the, how was the climate control in the car? Was it hot as could be the whole time? No, did it hold the tarp the helped. Huh. The tarp helped. How about it? Yeah. It wasn't stellar, but it was better. What I love Still is... Still smelled like feedlots. How much you hate tent camping. But you were literally in a mobile tent. <laughs> For six you, days. You were, li- uh, you were a tent on wheels. <laughs> For six days. <laughs> the universe heard you complain and was like, I'm, I'm going to give this mouthy broad something. Yeah. To complain oh, about. Oh, you don't like tent camping? How about tent traveling, dummy? That's right. I'm surprised that the, the wind, the Lord's breath didn't pick you up like a parachute. I just sail us to Colorado. <laughs> you, you parasail all the way to Colorado. <laughs> What was crazy is that this, um, and I'm not joking, that tarp and that duct tape held on until we got back into the metro area. Listen. And it started coming loose. The fact fact that you, if you would have gone, if you would have been going to do anything else, Mm -hmm. you wouldn't have had a tarp. Mm -mm. The fact that you were going tent camping, and in that way, I suppose it was the ideal time for this to happen. Because if you guys were going on a nice little glamping getaway, if you guys were going on the type of camping that you like, there's no tarps to be had. Right. You've just been just, just a glass-covered daughter. But it was quite the, it was harrowing. <laughs> it was a whole thing. Yeah, I hate that. I know. So that's how the, the trip started. Um, we stayed at the halfway point in Clayton, New Mexico at this place called the Cocopelli Lodge. And it's just as you would imagine. But that's where we stay every time. It's fun to say. It's a whole thing. There is a hotel cat named, uh, the kids have named him Lucifer. We see him when we go. He was there. Uh, sometimes the pool is open at the Coco Pelly. Sometimes not. You never know this time it was not. So that was kind of a bummer. But I think it's a Best Western property. Sponsors Best Western. Here's the best part about the Coco Pelly Lodge. The Continental Breakfast. Because it is in New Mexico, they have red chili for their eggs. Delicious. It's a delicious continental breakfast. That sounds great to me. It that really sounds is. that sounds like a, a that's a, a, why we stay. Um, I, I want you to know something. Okay. The producer just sent me what. <laughs> Clearly, he's in some weird Reddit threads because he <laughs> he sent this directly to me. Oh, it, we know that's true. It is that a Coco Pelli mm-hmm. is a fertility deity. Mm-hmm. That is, de- you knew this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, clearly you're in some weird Reddit threads. Well, I depicted as a humpback teaching. flute player who is venerated by some Native American culture in southwestern. Now, we're, the bearing the lead is that it's a fertility deity. Yeah. It's the Nick Cannon of that culture. <laughs> <laughs> you're forgetting that I hold a master's degree in art history. Nick Coco Pelli Cannon, <laughs> just out here. You get a baby. You get a baby. <laughs> Forget a nugget dispenser. It is a baby dispenser. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, He's running a BOGO. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Welcome to Nick Cannon's. It's buy one baby, get 12. Sponsor us, Nick Cannon. You get a Coco Pelli sticker for the back of your car so people know what time it is. So. What time is it? Fertility time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so we go to Coco Pelli for three things uh, Lucifer, the pool, and the red chili. This feels like the. We got two out of three this time. Okay, well, listen. <laughs> pool was closed. 
That's okay. So then we wake up the next day. We drive to 11 Mile Canyon in Colorado. This is where we tent camped. Okay. <laughs> You're still tickled with yourself. I just, I just, I <laughs> just no, feel like if someone, if no one's ever called Nick Cannon Coco Pelly Cannon, they've <laughs> really missed an opportunity to be a nerd. <laughs> well, I suppose, but so. On the way to 11 Mile Canyon, we drove through Colorado Springs, which reminded me of when we were children. Isn't the North Pole in Colorado Springs where, where Crindy worked in college? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah. Crindy and her friends, guys, in the summers of college would go to the North Pole, which is like a theme park, mm-hmm. like a Christmas-themed... Year-round christmas theme. Year-round Which theme. is so wild to me. It's amazing. And they were each assigned roles. Crindy, uh, from what I understand, served time as a soap carver. Sure. And Pocahontas. And... and which feels fraught. Feels... <laughs> yeah, I feel some, feels some minefield. And this honestly, was the 70s. What I love is that Crindy's been running from that for so many years and you just got Crindy canceled on the internet. 2023 is the Sorry, year that Crindy. you got our mother canceled. It was the early 70s. <laughs> we were all just dress, playing dress up and carving soap. She was assigned the role. Can I tell you something? I'll tell you what might even be more fraught is I've known that woman for four decades. I've never once seen her carve anything out of soap. Nor have I. I feel duped. I tried a duck once. I feel cheated. I tried to carve a duck once. I got a wild hair to carve some soap. <laughs> of soap. Yeah, I was sitting on my porch in college and I Just had Just whittling. I had got not, the urge to whittle. I was whittling. Okay. I was on the porch whittling. Sure, as you do. As I did. Uh-huh. And I I was like, man, there's only so much I can do with a stick. But I but I do have a bar of soap that's still in the box in the house. Oh my God. So I went inside. <laughs> I went inside and I was like what would be a whimsical thing that I could carve that when my roommates go to take a shower, <laughs> they just see it in there? <laughs> just quacking it up. I'm just, I was trying to quack my roommates up. Did you? Uh, what do you use this to clean? My butt quack. Now listen, I... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and so I sat down and started carving the duck. Okay. I got the body done. Started to feel pretty good about it. Yeah. Getting some texture on the sides. Yeah. Really, really getting artistic about it. And then I got to the head and I started carving the head, lopped it clean off. So I just got this headless duck body. (laughs) And so I went and got a toothpick and I tried to connect the head back to the duck's body. But then I thought, what if someone does try to clean their butt quack with this? (laughs) We're talking, we're talking about danger. We're talking about keister splinters. We're, we're talking about some some like a quick trip to the to the to the to the to the emergency room to the ER. You know. So did you trash it? What'd uh, you do? Put uh, it in there. You didn't want to waste it. Just no. Put it in there what I did was I put it in there as two pieces, uh-huh. and so whenever the big the duck part was gone, yeah. and people were trying to wash themselves with the tiny little piece <laughs> of soap because yes. we didn't have any money to go buy more soap. <laughs> Soap budget's depleted. And Brandon carved... How much waste did we experience with Brandon carving away most of the soap to create this headless duck with a toothpick in it? <sighs> Brandon's whittling again. <laughs> Brandon... Uh, the soap's gone. <laughs> just hide, hide your pocketbooks, ladies. Brandon's whittling again. <laughs> There's a title. sponsor us ivory soap because we're out we're out of soap 
just a bunch of dudes living together using the same bar of soap, not a washcloth in sight. It sounds like college. Um, sounds like sounds like athlete's foot incarnate. Yeah. Sounds like just, just a bunch of human athlete's foots. Wear your shower shoes. Wear your Kirkland slides. <laughs> you needed them. No. The Kirkland slides, these are good. These are walking around slides. These are my dress slides. These are Applebee's slides. <laughs> these these aren't these aren't shower slides. Kirkland. Signature. These are brand name signature slides. Shower slides. Wow. <laughs> My friend Jenny sent me, this is in my algorithm now, I believe I'm in the Kirkland, I'm trying to work my way into the Kirkland product line algorithm. My friend Jenny started me out the other day with a hat. Kirkland hat? Gray and black, Brandon. I would. Run, don't walk (laughs) to your nearest Costco. Can't run because running in Kirkland slides (laughs) is is dangerous. So I'll I'll just. Clomp your way. I'll mosey. Mosey. I'll slide in. (laughs) Slide on into your local Costco. What I want is for to for that drip. I want <laughs> gotta get this Costco drip. Uh, no, what I want to do yeah. is I need to get a full jeet up from the feet up, uh, Kirkland fit yeah. from from the slides to some sweats to a shirt Shoulder to pads. a hat. If they if they've got if they've got a glasses of some sort, I, I want all Kirkland, and I want to go in and take my Costco membership card picture in all Kirkland, yes. so that when I come in there, they're like. Here comes Kirk. Here comes Kirky B. Ted's been calling me Kirky B lately. (laughs) Hi, Ted. That's funny. (laughs) Hey, how about we end this episode? Well, if we were going to end it, it would have already ended. Because this is a two-parter. I know. That's what I'm saying. You're trying to end it right now? Let's end it. The first part? Mm -hmm. Or the whole thing? The first part. I would have assumed it already ended. Well, this is our usual time. All right, guys. Tune in next week. (laughs) (laughs) For part two of Ashley's tent camping experience. (laughs) 